Hello and welcome to the Property Investing Australia podcast, where we'll be covering the right way to invest in property without taking the unnecessary risks, how to manage your money, and how to build the right mindset so that you can achieve your financial and wealth building goals. I'm your host, Nero Dambi Pillay. Just as soon as the new federal budget was announced, I got this comment on the Investment Rise Facebook page. There is bombshell news to the investors in today's budget. I thought it was only property price nosediving due to rising rates. However, adding 1 million government rental houses in just five years will bring rental crashing as well if this government does what it says it will. So, will the federal government's announcement of building a million new homes in five years crash the market? Well, that's exactly what we're going to cover in today's episode. Hi, it's Nero here from Investment Rise, and I want to start by looking at a small snippet of the federal treasurer's budget speech where he announced this aspirational target to deliver one million new homes. The ambition of this accord is big and it's bold. It's an aspiration to build one million new, well-located homes over five years from 2024. To get the accord started, this budget commits an additional $350 million in funding for another 10,000 new affordable homes on top of our existing commitments. This will be delivered through an ongoing funding stream to help cover the gap between market rents and subsidised rents, making more projects commercially viable. State and Territory governments will build on our commitment with up to 10,000 new homes as well. That's up to 20,000 new affordable homes in total. That's 20,000 homes. Where's the million? So how do we get from 20,000 homes to a million? I mean, that's just a small gap of 980,000 houses, homes, right? And so, the answer is apparently it's going to be superannuation funds are going to come to the, the party and they're going to invest in these properties and other various private investment schemes. Okay, And the government is going to support that by offering a gap payment. So what that might look like is that the tenants, I guess, will get some sort of discounted rent and then the government will make up the, the, the difference. But how is that going to be uh, all brought to fruition? We don't know. And the devil's in the details. The fact is that the government is trying to make a concerted effort to build new homes and increase our housing supply in Australia, which I think is a very good thing, okay? Because we clearly have a housing uh, crisis in this, this country. We don't have enough homes. And now with all the migration happening in Australia, the situation's only going to get worse. But here's the thing. First of all, this is going to have zero short-term impact because all these new homes don't start until 2024. And why 2024? It's because of all the backlog and the various issues in the construction industry. The industry is just not in a position to take on so many new homes right away. Okay. But the other thing is, where are these homes going to be? Well, no one really knows. Now, apparently they're going to be close to where people work, but what you need to understand is that there's only so much land 
right? They can't go and build these new homes in landlocked areas. They can only build these new homes in areas where there's lots of land available. And that is something that you need to understand as a property investor, is that first of all, I think it's highly, highly unlikely that the government is going to hit this million dollar target in, in five years, okay? Uh, but even if they do, a lot of these new homes are going to be in areas where there's land available. And so as a property investor, what does that mean? It means that if you're gonna be buying in areas where there's lots of land available, you need to be careful because the supply risk is now quite high. And what I mean by that is there is a strong chance that in these areas, and especially if one of them is selected for this new government scheme, and they're gonna have lots of homes built there, you're gonna have an increase in supply. And what's that gonna do for you? It's gonna compromise your capital growth, all right? It's not gonna crash the market because we have such an undersupply, but there will be definitely pockets around the country where capital growth is gonna be compromised and dare I say, it, that's actually part of the aim of this particular scheme is to keep property prices at a certain level and so that they don't rise, okay? Because that's gonna obviously uh, hurt affordability. And although I applaud the thinking behind that as a property investor, what it really shows that you need to consider this supply risk when you're looking up to decide where is the right area for you to invest in. So is a million new homes in five years a lot? Well, consider this, the whole scheme doesn't begin until 2024, so that's two years from now. So really, it's a million homes over seven years, okay? And is that enough? Is that too many? Well, let's have a look at some numbers. Firstly, we know that the same federal government has increased our migration intake to be 195,000 by June 30, okay? now. I assume, and I'm gonna assume that's gonna last for two years because of the massive labor shortages, okay? So that's two years times 195,000, which gives you 390,000 people. Then we go into, uh, assume a normal migration intake of 160,000, okay? So for the next two years, we get 195,000 each, so that gives us 390,000 people coming into this country. And then for the next five years after that, which is when this new incentive scheme comes in, we get 160,000 people coming in, okay, which is our standard migration, annual migration. So 160,000 times five is 800,000. So we have 800,000 plus 390,000. That's 1,190,000 people coming into this country by the time the aspirational target of a million new homes is, is reached. Now, of course, you don't need 1,190,000 new homes to house 1,190,000 uh, people from overseas, okay? But considering that on average, Australia has 2.5 people per house, okay? Just to house the over 1.1 million people coming into this country, we will need 476,000 homes, okay? And that's literally taking the 1,190,000 new migrants coming in over the next seven years, divided by 2.5 gives us 476,000 new homes. So almost half of this aspirational target is gonna be absorbed by our population growth, okay? So that means that really only leaves 
524,000 new homes for the people living in Australia. Now the question then is, is that enough? Is that too much? What does the data show us? Australia needs to triple its small stock of social housing over the next 20 years to cover both the existing backlog and newly emerging need. That is a central finding of our new research report on the housing infrastructure needs of low-income earners, published by the Australian Housing and Urban Research Institute, AHURI. By our reckoning, 25 years of inadequate investment has left Australia facing a shortfall of 433,000 social housing dwellings. So we have a current shortage of 433,000 homes according to this research. The federal government has an aspirational target of building a million new homes, okay? And yet we saw that nearly half, so 476,000 of those homes will be used to, to cater for a growing population, which means that if the government is to hit its target, I still think that's a big if, okay, for a whole raft of, of reasons, it's just gonna meet the existing need. Of course, then you have Master Builder CEO, Danita Warren, who says, we must build 200,000 homes each year for the next 10 years. That's two million homes to meet the existing demand. Okay, so that just shows you the level of demand that's needed. And obviously the number varies depending on which source you look at. So what does all this mean for you as a property investor? Well, first of all, you don't have to be worried about it crashing the, the market, okay? The supply, if it, it is met, if the target is met, it will just meet the de demand, okay? It's not going to make rents fall. What it could do is slow the rate of growth, but even that is only gonna happen in five years or rather seven years time because this whole project's not even gonna start for the next two years, okay? So the only thing to consider is, as an investor is that, as I said earlier on, if you're looking to buy in areas where there's lots of land available, really be cautious because those could be the markets that end up backfiring for you as an investor and you could end up buying a, a, a lemon. Instead, focus on landlocked areas, focus on areas where they can't build new homes, where demand is strong, where rents are, are strong, and those are the areas that will perform for you going forwards. Hi, it's Nero here again, and thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, and you're looking for a full blueprint on how to invest in property to gain a passive income, then go to Nero Book, that's N-I-R-O Book, B-O-O-K, go to nerobook.com.au to get a free copy of my book, Wake Up Wealthier, How to Build a Property Portfolio That Pays You an Income each and every month. Now, I used to sell this book for $47, but for a limited time, I'm giving you both the digital version and the audio version totally for free. Now, the reason I'm doing that is because I wanna give more people a chance to get this information. Plus, I also know that a certain number of you, when you go through the book, will like what you see and you'll reach out um, to find out more about our future services. But even if you don't, that's okay, because the book itself is a full blueprint about how to build a property portfolio that pays your passive income, even if you've never invested before. So if that's what you want, 
then go to nerobook.com.au to get your free version of the book while you still can.